Well, everybody got their exercise anyway. Okay, the difference between the impossible, the difference between the impossible and the possible. Nobody was out there at all? They didn't have a table out there? Because the other night when it, when it came by, they had the, the menorah out there. They only had a couple, I think it had three lit. I'm not positive. Three. And they had a table. And that's where they had all their goodies at. Well, well that's where we're going to talk about Hanukkah tonight. So if you want. Uh, okay, the difference between the impossible and the possible lies in the person's determination. The difference between the impossible and the possible lies in a person's determination. Okay, Father, we're praised. We just give you thanks as we look to the word this evening. We thank you, Lord, that we are blessed to have your word. And we ask, Lord, also that the Jewish congregation, Father God, have a blessed Hanukkah, Father God. May they have a festive time, Father God, and, and may they gain greater revelations of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, uh, the Jewish Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Hanukkah transferred or translated is to dedicate. To dedicate. The Jewish people remember God's miracle, miraculous deliverance from time to time from great darkness in their history. So this is a hist historical thing that's going on there. Um, uh, mainly reflects two great miracles. Uh, the first one, the Maccabee Jews regained control of Jerusalem through a um, Jewish military victory. And when they had that victory, they also had the miracle of the oil supply of the temple. That's where the, the uh, menorah comes in. The, the priests were to take the, the oil and make sure all the candles could be lit in, in, the, in the, the Holy of Holy, Holies, I think it is. And they didn't have any oil. And that's why they have eight days of the candle lighting because it was eight days of miracles because normally the candles, you know, go out or lamps, they call them lamps, would go out, you know, and the, the, the priest would have to uh, refill the oil for each day, uh, for a day, and they didn't have it for eight days, but for eight days the candles stayed lit during this time, so this is the miracle that they, that they are talking about. Hanukkah, the Hanukkah, uh, can you think of it, get the word out now, Menorah, the Hanukkah menorah holds nine candles. Okay, there's nine, okay, in that U-shaped uh, thing. Um, there's candles for the eight, eight nights that uh, the miracle took place, and there's an additional candle that's the one they light the other candles with. So on the first night, which was Monday, they took a candle, they, took, they lit one candle, and they went to one of the candle sticks, if you want to call it. They lit it. And then they lit it and they put the other one back in. 
I think it's, that's the middle one. And then on the second day, which was yesterday, today's the third day, okay, I think it's the third day. Yesterday, they came in, lit, lit the other one, one, and candle two. Today, they lit candle one, two, and three. So it'll go, if I'm right on that, I'm not too sure about the day, uh, how they do it. It's supposed to be sunset starts the new day, so I don't know if they're on the fourth day or the third day, but you, you, you understand why it's that. One candle is lit the first night, two candles the uh, second night, and, until all eight candles are lit. Hanukkah is a time to celebrate with family and friends, to eat holiday, holiday treats. So we missed out. But you, got, you can go tomorrow. Uh, uh, also to give gifts. They have eight days of gifts, uh, especially for the children. And they play a game uh, with a top. Now, uh, when we have tops, you know, I don't know if you, anybody have tops, you know, they're round, they got round and they got a steel spike on it. And you spin like this. Well, theirs, their top has a, 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 still the, the, a bottom to it, sharp. I don't know if it's made of wood or what, but it's four-sided top. It's like a block. Then they spin it. Oh, let me first, let me, before I tell them to spin it. Uh, uh, let's see here. They play a game. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, it's wrote, uh, spelled out D-R-E-I-D-E-L. Dreidel? Okay, you heard it before then. You have one. Oh, well, you can bring it Sunday. You can show everybody. Okay. And on, on each side of the block, just like our, if you had a, a block for kids, we have our letters, you know, A, B, C, D. Well, they have, they have letters also on it. Tell me them, Laurel. You know, you have one. You know. Okay, there's four. Okay, there's four sides. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. She said no. The way I saw it was none. N-U-N. Then Gimel, G-I-M-E-L, Hay, H-A-Y, and Shin, S-H-I-N, okay? Uh, they form an acronym. Each, each letter goes for one of those, and all these letters put together means a great miracle happened there. And then they play this game, okay? Each player gets a number of coins. So if you, if you were there, possibly inside their, their room when they're celebrating. Each per person or each player gets uh, coins, nuts, uh, candies, stones, or other small objects. The be game begins with each putting, putting an agreement, uh, an agreement, a number of objects into a central pot. So you got a, a bucket, okay, a res uh, receptacle. They, every put, we'll say everybody puts five coins in. If you don't have five coins, you put five acorns in or five candies in, and everybody has five. Then, then, you, then they spin it, okay? Then, the, and then all these names are on the block. And since it's four-sided, when it flips, flips over, the top one tells you what, what it is, okay? So here we go. Um, everyone takes turns spinning the dial, or what do you call it, and then acts in accordance with the letter that, that is shown, the dire falls. Um, Gimel allows the player to take all the objects out of the pot. So you are, you know, you, you won the whole thing if you, had, if you landed on that one. Um, sin uh, means a player must put an object, you know, so if you spin it, it comes up the, the, the sin one. 
shin, I guess I could pronounce it. Uh, you have to put another object in, so you got to put another, a nickel in or whatever. Um, hey, H-A-Y, uh, gives the uh, player half the objects in the pot, so if they got 20 pieces in there, he gets 10 of them. Okay. And if you get the N-U-N, none, if that comes up, you don't, you don't get nothing. You just... Okay. When the pot is empty, each player contributes an object to the game and it can continue. So you can have a, you know, whatever. Okay. So now we're going to look at, look at the different days. Okay. The eight days tonight. Uh, we're going to look at it not in a Hebrew way, although they do, do it this way also, but we're going to look at, because we have, the type and shadow has now become real. Okay, so we're no longer on the Old Testament. We are New Testament, although we learn from the Old Testament. Okay, day one, Isaiah chapter sixty, verse nineteen: The sun shall be no more thy light by day; neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory. So we see here, God's people, when we enjoy his favor, we walk in light of his countenance. Amen. So everything that, you know, as we, well, even for the, for the Jewish people, when they walk according to his word, even in the Old Testament, uh, if they walk according to his word, they were blessed. He says, you follow my commandments, you choose the commandments, follow my word. You'll be blessed. So this is what it's saying. If we follow in God's light, we will always be blessed. Okay. Um, the light of the world that most people walk in is dark compared to what God gives us. And uh, the light in the world is not comfortable because it's dark. You know, you're stumbling all the time. But we have light that Never, we never stumble. Uh, it says in heaven there shall be no occasion, or when we have the, uh, when the Lord returns after the seven years of tribulation, there will be no occasion for sun or moon because he's going to light up the whole place. Okay? Uh, it's for the inheritance of the saints. And we can be in constant light in those days and in prosperity. We are in constant light today. Because we know who the Lord Jesus Christ is and, and what has been opened unto us. Because we have been engrafted. A lot of Christians don't believe it. But we're engrafted. It says we, we were engrafted into the promises of God. And a lot of people, well, you know, uh, oh, Israel is you know, no more. But hey, we, we're engrafted. And it says, don't get so haughty that you think you're better because if he broke off the branch of the, the original tree, he can take the, the engrafted one out. So, you know, there's another play. In other words, um, we need to be secure in who we are and not play around. Okay, especially in these last days, people are playing around, you know, uh, like, like I said, the grace message, that over supreme grace, I can do anything and, you know, I've been saved. That's not what it says. So you have to follow through on what he says. Okay. Uh, Psalms 27. We're going to look at a couple of these before we go on. Psalms 27. 
to the next one. Psalms 27, verse 1. Uh, this is a song of David of confidence. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of, of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now I want to... Uh, we, we also claim that. The Lord is our light. Now let's go to Second uh, Samuel. And we're going to notice something here. Second Samuel chapter 21. Okay, I'm not going to be able to pronounce these names correctly, but uh, bear with me. That's Second Samuel chapter 21, verse 17. But Abishai, the son of... Uh, Zeruiah uh, secured him and smote the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swear unto him, saying, Thou shalt no more go out with us to battle, that thou quench not the light of Israel. In other words, they were saying that David, oh, let me read it from the Amplified. This is better. And Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, came to David and aid and smote the king of the Philistine. Then David's men charged him, You shall no more go out with us to battle, lest you quench the light of Israel. In other words, if David was killed, the light would go, because he's the one that brought forth uh, revelation. When he went out to fight Goliath, what did he say? I come to you in the name of the Lord. You know, it, you know, others would say, I'm coming out there with my sword and my spear. But he said, I'm coming out there with the Lord. So David became the light. He says, the Lord, what we said in Psalms 27 there, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So David, was the, he became the light because he took it in. As Christians, we are to be Christ-like. We are supposed to have that light within us. We should be able to shine forth. They have to say, hey, there's a Christian. I, I can tell she's a Christian. He's a Christian. By their attitude, by the way they walk, the way they talk. Amen. So you have light, so let it shine. Amen? Amen. That light that you have will be reflected upon others. So that's why they didn't want David to go out. Because he reflected Israel. The Lord is my light. God is a light to his people to show them the, their way when they are in doubt. To comfort us and give us uh, rejoicing hearts when we are sorrowful or grieving. It is in the light that we now walk that his light gives us hope. We read in the word, hey, you're going to make it. Amen. The end of the book says you're going to make it. That's, a, that's good hope to me. Amen. Amen. I'm not, I'm not sure, we shouldn't be worried about, am I going to make it? If we're, we are walking with the Lord, I'm walking with the Lord. I'm doing everything that, uh, as best of my ability. No, no, we go. <laughs> best of my ability 
to do what the Lord says, I'm going to walk with him. Amen. And then when he, he says, come on up here, I am going to be up in that yes, first busload or crowd or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Glory to God. Amen. Okay, let's go to the second one. Second night. Now we're, we're, we're applying these to different nights, okay? So the first night we said that uh, the Lord is my light, okay? Now, second second candle that we would do the second night that we are in would be found in Psalms 119. Psalms 119. Verse 105. Psalms 119, verse 105. A familiar scripture to, to many of us. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. So the word is our light. Amen. The more we have the word, the more we get in the word, the greater light we have, the greater revelation we, we receive. Glory to God. Okay, also, we'll go further down into Psalms 119. Go to verse 130. That's Psalms 119, verse 130. The entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. So nobody is, is excluded here. Amen. It means I, I can make it. The simple. Amen. Amen. Um, Brother Hagen told about uh, a young, young girl uh, that when he went to, you know, he would visit churches as an evangelist. And there was a little girl that was, um, shall we say, we would call uh, retarded or, or had Down syndrome that was not, you know, capable of doing things correctly, you know. Uh, she had to be, well, taught and supervised at all times. Anyway, uh, she, she grew up and married. I don't know if some of you have heard of this before. People be familiar. She grew up and married, and she married... A gentleman that was a good business businessman built houses and stuff. And uh, after years of marriage, he he passed away, and she was on her own. But she always went to church. The word, just like this, other, what does it say there? Verse one thirty was it? The entrance of the light gives, uh, give, the word gives the light and giveth understanding to the simple. She had such an understanding that she, she made, uh, what, what do you call the places with it? Mike, you know, the places where they build houses, uh, subdivisions, wherever she were. She, she was, she was just on top of it. She could, she can go places and say, okay, we need a subdivision here. These are the type of houses we need here. Fabulous. She was simple, quote unquote. So, you know, having a good education is good, but the best education is coming out of the Word of God. Amen. So, let's, let's uh, okay, now let's go to Proverbs since we're, we're the Word is our light. It's Proverbs chapter 6 this time.
Okay, verse 23. This is what the word is. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, or the word is light, and the reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Amen. Oh, glory to God. The word is good. The nature of God's word and, and the great intentions of giving it to the world are right here in this, this book that's in your lap. You know, um, Up until this time, um, I will say, if you're going out to buy a Bible today, find out if it's a new interpretation because some of the interpretations now, they have stricken... Jesus' name out. It's Wycliffe and two others that have put, taken Jesus, the Son of God, they have erased that so that they can give it to the Muslims so that it shows you that they are, that, that God the Father and Allah are the same, which is, which is them, but watch what you get. I would, you know, kind of stick with King James and some of the some of the if you get something brand new, we have to watch. But it's the word that's gonna get us, you know. Okay. Um, um, the word of light, the word is our light. It discovers us, or we discover ourselves in, in the word. Uh, it, concerning God and ourselves, we find out who God is and we find out who we are. I mean, Paul's revelations to us in, in the epistles is fantastic. I mean, without those revelations, we'd be, you know, uh, still, you know, doing a lot of things that we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And the word shows us when we go, go are off or go amiss. And what is dangerous, and it redirects us in our way, in our walk. In this dark world, it says, "Hey, don't go that way." Just like, like we said the other day, God gives it. God gives. He says, "This is good. This is bad. And this is evil. I want you to choose the good. Don't go with the bad or evil." He tells it. He gives it. It's an open book test. All you have to do is follow what he says. I mean, you know. It, I don't know. Uh, going back back to school days, this is only a couple of years ago, I think. <laughs> but there were some teachers that would let you have an open book test. Anybody remember that? And and for some people, they couldn't even get that right. I mean, it was right in there. How can you flunk a test if you have the book right there that you're supposed to have read, and you get the the question and answer, and it's in the book, and it tells you you know what chapter or whatever it is. Because, you know, we have an open book. that We shouldn't fail anything that God gives us. Okay. Um, a lamp, in this word, we find security. Okay? The commandment is a lamp that's kept burning with the spirit or the oil of the spirit. The anointing of the spirit is upon it. It is not only light to our eyes to gratify us, but a light 
to our feet and to our path to direct us in the right order in our life. Both in our choice of our way, that we may not take a false way, nor false steps. It gives us things to avoid, tells us how to avoid them. It says we need... We should know the wiles of the devil. He's crafty, but we know the wiles of the devil. And what do you do when the devil attacks your mind? Casting down all imagination, 2 Corinthians 10.5. It it gives us what what we need to do. And when, when the temptations come, what are we supposed to do? Well, you can cast them down, but it says, if the temptation is that strong, run. There was a song when when I was younger, a few years. It was, it was called "Run, Samson, Run." Delilah's on her way. Well, there it is. He didn't run. He didn't flee from the appearance of evil, and uh, got his haircut a little bit shorter than mine. All right, so. The word tells us, you know, it tells us the good and the bad, and it gives us examples of good, and it gives us examples of bad, and it says, don't follow this example. But too many of us feel like we are like Goliath. We could do anything we want. Goliath didn't make it. Okay? Number three. Uh, This is the third day. Let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 11. Luke chapter 11, looking at verse 33. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, puts it, under, puts it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. Glory to God. We should be light to others. Amen. We are the light. Um, light gives you advantages. Light gives you advantages. You don't stumble. When I worked for PG&E coming off the swing shift, coming in about 1 o'clock at night, the house would be dark. You know, and uh, usually I could wander through the house because I knew everything where everything was until she started ch- rearranging the furniture. <laughs> and I could bump into things, stumble into things, and say, you know, what'd you do that for? <laughs> so I, you need light. When you're, when, there's, when you're in darkness, you need light. Uh, having light... Having the light of the gospel gives us great privileges. And it's not to be kept a secret. The gospel is not to be kept secret. But it's to be shared. To be dispelled. Or it's shared to dispel darkness, I should say. 
to give true and sure happiness to all who will receive. We should be light. You have to be happy when we go out soul winning. Amen. Oh. What's wrong with your partner? He looks sad. So, you know, we need to turn on the lights. Okay. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5. We're still uh, being light to others. Ephesians chapter 5. Look at verse 8. Ephesians 5, 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Uh, from the Amplified it reads, For once ye were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Lead the lives of those uh, native-born native to the light. We need to walk as children of light. Quit, quit going to the dark side, bringing up old, old junk. Uh, unfortunately, we all do that at times. You say, what's gotten to you? Yeah. Anybody ever ask you that? What's, what's gotten to you? Because they know that you've got to change. Yeah. Uh, you look like your, your, your old self. No, nobody ever tells you that right. Wife tells me, what's, what's, what's wrong with you? You're not yourself. Well, who am I? <laughs> it's, it's the old man that uh, you're dragging around. Uh, let, me, let me step out of here. But, you know, it happens. Yeah. Right. Ever get mad at somebody? Angry? Mm -hmm. That's the old you? Okay. I could just spit. Ever, anybody ever slam doors? I shouldn't ask all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Philippians chapter 2. Oh my gosh. Philippians chapter 2. We're still talking about we should be light. Okay, look at this. Philippians chapter 2, looking at verse 15. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. From the Amplified, that ye may show yourselves to be blameless and guileless, innocent, and uncontaminated, children of God without blemishness, faultless, unrebukable, in the midst of a crooked and wicked generation, spiritually perverted and perverse, among whom you are seen as bright lights, stars or beacons shining out clearly in the dark world. Do people see you that way? As lights in the world. Lights of this world cannot be hid. 
So you need to get in, get in, get around, get out behind the the bushel. We need to get out. Okay. Let's now go to the fourth one, the fourth day, and go to the book of Luke, chapter eleven. That's Luke chapter. Now remember, this is all dealing with Christians. If we were to celebrate the Hanukkah, this is how we would, I would say, we should deal how light the candles are lit. Um, Luke chapter eleven. Eleven thirty-four. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thy eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, thy body is full of darkness. Uh, from the Amplified, your eye is a lamp of your body. When your eye, your conscience, is sound and ful fulfilling its office, your whole body is full of light. But when it is not sound and is not fulfilling its office, your body is full of darkness. Well, that is heavy. Um, David Ingalls has a uh, song called Turn the Switch of Faith. Turn on. How many times? Our light should be on all the time, not just, Amen. you know, Heavy. I think I got an off and on switch in me. But when the eye is evil, thy body is full of darkness. Oh, man. That is a heavy scripture because sometimes when you know you're doing something wrong, that's evil. Then it says the whole thing is dark. Light switch? Okay. Okay, let's go to the book of Acts, chapter 26 this time. That clicking you heard was the switch. Acts, chapter 26. Look at verse 18. That's Acts 26, 18. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Glory to Jesus is speaking. We need to have light. We need to have light shining. The light entering the soul brings understanding and judgment. It is the power to discern, discern between good and evil, Amen. truth and falsehood. We benefit by it if the eye being single entertains the gospel. Then we receive both knowledge and joy. I mean, when, when you read, read the word of God and something just pops up and says, man, that makes me joyful. Well, you find out something good about yourself that you never knew you had? Boy, you want to run around a... 
jump up and down, scream, hey, this is what I got, I never knew it. It's like a new toy, kid with a new toy. But, but if the eye being evil, it becomes bias. Oops. Anybody ever get biased? Never mind. I shouldn't have to ask that question. But if the eye being single becomes biased by the corrupt and vicious disposition of the mind, being prideful with envy, and entangled with the sensual pleasures of the world, prejudice against divine truth, and resolves not to admit them. Now, some people are, 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 are biased. I don't like that person. I don't care what they are like. They'll never step foot over here. They are... Unresolved. They won't change. Even when you come or go have good intentions, they see your light and they don't like it. And it's sad because they live a life of misery. Ah! I ain't gonna go. I ain't gonna go any further. Where is their hope? These people have any hope? Not even go, you know, when they die, they don't even have any hope. I mean, what's their remedy? They don't have one. They see somebody with light. I don't like that. They have to be sincere. They need to inquire after truth. But they have been so well ingrained with the world, it's very hard to change. And, and without a miracle, they are not going to enjoy where their next life is going to be for eternity. That's why we have to be a light for others. Okay. okay number five. John chapter one. John chapter one. This is the fifth day. John chapter, oops, John chapter 1. I'll turn a couple more pages. Verse 4 and 5. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light that shineth in darkness, and the darkness could not comprehend it not. Uh, from the Amplified. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has, no, has never overpowered it, put it out, or absorbed it, or appropriated it, and is unreceptive to it. So there are people, when they see the light, they hear Jesus' name, they use it in the wrong text, in a wrong way. It's a swear word. It's not the way to call on Jesus. Okay? John chapter 8. So Jesus is, is the light of the world. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. 
He that falleth after me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. Glory to God. The light of life. Yes, amen. What's that song? This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Be, be a blaze. Should be a searchlight. They say there's a new new flashlight. You can't even get a hold of it now. It's a military flashlight that that's uh, being sold, and it's so bright. I mean, it just looks like a big tunnel of light just going out. I'm going to investigate on that one. That, I kind of like something. Really, that's. That's good. You can see for long distances, and but even better, it, it's good. It's a good self-deterrent. If you're a lady, try to get one of these lights, especially if you're, you're at night. Have it ready. If you get an assailant, you hit that light, it'll blind a person temporarily. And you can hit it. There's a strobe type light on that thing also that that, that just screws up the eyes. So you, you you have one of those, you have a, a better chance of getting away. And if they can't see, then you do your thing. <laughs> Ask my wife. She knows about that one. She told you about that. <laughs> Take them out. Don't, 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 you know. A few years back, there was a guy that went into a girl's dormitory in college on the second or third floor, start beating him up and everything. The girl should have just ganged up on that guy. But they, each one was fearful. And one girl jumped out of the third floor, broke her legs, but she, she was able to get help. But some girls were, I think, killed or mangled, something, something real bad. But you got to, I mean, you, ladies, you know, we, we're living in a, Dark world, I mean dark world. We are light. The people are going to be uh, coming after the light. Especially you single ones. There's guys out there that want to take advantage of you. So you've got to be careful. Not to, not to scare anybody, okay? Uh, John chapter 12, verses 35 and 36. Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not where, whether he goeth. While ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be children of light. Amen. Say, we got we to gotta stay with the Lord. He's the light. Amen. He expects us to be light. To enlighten the Gentiles. Or, I know, not only the Gentiles, but to the Jews. Because, you know, they are his people, but he, he wants them to know Jesus beforehand, okay? Uh, let's go to back up to the book of Luke, chapter 2. Luke, chapter 2. Got to check my time. Oh, I got to hurry. Luke chapter 2. 
Verse 32. A light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of the people Israel. So we need to be a light to both. Amen? Amen. He's not only light to the Jews, but he's light to us. And glory to God. We were attracted to him. We were nasty insects. But we were attracted to the light. And we got saved by it. Amen. Okay. The visible light of the world is the sun, the outside sun. Jesus is the sun of righteousness. Glory to God. For all mankind. One sun for the whole world. One Christ. For the whole world. He is the fountain of light and the everlasting light for all men or all mankind. So we're going to number six of, the, of our Hanukkah. The Jews had the light in the Old Testament, yet they didn't comprehend it. I mean, Jesus came and, no, you're not the one. Um, in, the, in the darkness, the types and shadows, the light was shown. But when in darkness, sometimes understanding cannot be, they can't see it. They're trapped in it uh, through philosophies and things. Okay, uh, number six, Acts chapter 26. Acts 26. They're doing something over there. Verse 12, Acts 26, 12. Whereupon, as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from one of the chief priests at midday, O king, I saw the way, a light from heaven, above the brightness of the sun, shining around about me, and them which journeyed with me. Saul was captured by the light. Amen. Christ himself made himself known to Paul. And praise God he did because he wrote about three-quarters of the uh, New Testament. Uh, this convinced Paul that the doctrine of Jesus was divine and heavenly because he was going out after the Christians. Well, they weren't called Christians at the time, uh, but those that, that believed in Jesus, he was out going after killing them, putting them in prison, beating them, and so forth. Um, uh, right after that, Paul quit uh, persecuting Christians and immediately joined their ranks. And guess what happened to him? He was persecuted by Christians. It turned it around a little bit there. But once truly enlightened by the Lord, he embraced uh, the light of the world, Jesus. Okay, number seven. We're no longer in darkness. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. We are no longer in darkness. This is number 7. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are 
But now are ye light of the world. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving them that are acceptable unto the Lord. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Glory to God. We're no longer in darkness. Amen. So we shouldn't hang out with those places. Says, well, you got to get them saved, but to, to hang out means to have pure fellowship with someone. Uh, let's now turn to the book of First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. You have Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Begin with verse 4. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 4. But ye children are, are not in darkness, that, ha, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all children of light, and the children of the day. Ye are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep, as others do, lest ye, less, but lest us watch and be sober. Don't go to sleep in these this, this last hours. We're children of light. And let's go to 1 Peter real quick. 1 Peter, following up on this, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, 1 Peter 2, 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're no longer in darkness. Amen. We were so comfortable in darkness. First uh, John chapter 1. First John chapter 1, verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no, is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie, and do not the truth. But if we walk in light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So we have to have that light, glory to God. We were in a state of darkness. We have under, uh, undergone a change. Okay, Second Corinthians five seventeen. All new creatures in Christ Jesus. Once we lived wicked and profane li uh, lives, we were destitute of light. We were in a state of great sin, but the grace of God produced mighty changes changes in us, and we received the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Now we walk as children of light. Enduring, indeed, pardon me, pardon me, endued with knowledge and holiness. Yes, it says that we're proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. So, as we walk in the light, as we get into the Word, we are finding out what is acceptable for us to do. Yes. Number eight, the final day, number eight. Philippians, since we're, we're, this is 
Philippians chapter 2. In Philippians chapter 2. We need to let, let our light shine. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Among, among ye are, among, poor me, whom ye shine as lights in the world. We need to be cheerful and obedient to God's word. Cheerful and obedient to God's word. And some of us, Lord, do I have to? God's commandments were given to us to obey, not to dispute, not to question, nor compromise. God's. I'll read, read that again. God's commandments were not given us to be. Were given us to be obeyed, not to be disputed, questions, nor compromise. We should be peaceable and to love one another. Let the light of God shine through you into a dark world. Matthew chapter 5. This is our last scripture. And we hone it down. Sorry that the menorah was out there. It wasn't out there. I was kind of hoping that it would be. Okay. Matthew chapter 5. Look at verse 16. Let your light shine before men, that ye may, be, may see your good works and glorify your God which is in heaven. We should endeavor not only to be approve, approve ourselves to God, but unto others. That God may be glorified. We must shine. We must be sincere. Holding the word of of life. So that's that's the Hanukkah. Maybe you've got a little bit of history, but that they're might go into it Sunday a little bit. I don't know. But I thought it was quite interesting. I'm sorry you didn't see it because it was a massive at least six foot big menorah. And they had a table out there and it looked like they were having something to eat. I don't know if they played the game out there, but I imagine the game was played indoors with the kids. Quite interesting. Let's all stand. Kids are going to be